Hey, everybody. You are listening to the Art of the Rant to Bane Repeat Show podcast where we talk about things in our everyday life and things we find interesting. And today we'll be talking about... We are bringing about the wannabe series, baby. Yeah. Episode 2, Kevin as a Food Critic. Should be a good one. Stay tuned. It's been a while since we've done a wannabe, huh? Yeah, it's been like a month or, or a month and Two a half. Two months, maybe. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, around there. I think I still had my... I think it was right when I got fired. <laughs> so it's been a month and a half. Why do you keep bringing that up? Come That's on. That's when my whole life changed. <laughs> like, everything shifted. Come on. You got to say more positive, sir. All right. So, uh, we did wannabe series on me as a poker player. And did you do a wannabe series? I think you did, I right? I swear I did. I think it was a marketing manager. Right? I don't remember doing that one. No, then we probably didn't. Uh, it was a while back. Cool. But, yeah, do you want to explain what the series is mostly about? Yeah, so it's when... I think it was by the time that you just got, got done with college, and then it was, oh, yeah, like it would be cool if we, you know, like come up with something that can, you know, be career hunting, because like, we're all you know, searching for our career, uh, right? Yeah. Like, I think it was... On average, yeah, like on... On average, like people settle into their career in their you know late twenties. Yep. I just thought it would be very interesting for us to you know get this one done and then we go from there. So um, the reason I want to do this one as a full credit one is because I uh, I listen to a podcast. It's a full podcast by uh, Eaters Magazine, like the E A T R S Eaters Magazine. Okay. And uh, you know all the magazines right now they have a podcast pretty much, and then I was I was uh, listening to them. They have a food critic who's very, very, like, big time. It's like a national food critic. Mm-hmm. His, his name is Bill Addison. Um, He's just about to get to, uh, to uh, retire from his food, critting, food critiquing career, like, this year. Okay. So every year he put together, like, a, the top 38 restaurant in the whole nation. Yeah. So this is his last, last year. So that's what he was talking about on the podcast. And then I finished the podcast. I was like, hmm. I wonder what I would do, you know, if I'm a full critic, right? Mm-hmm. So I look into it like a little bit. So, um, just Joffrey, just tell me right right now, like, what's your perception of a full critic? Like, when I say full critic, what do you like? What like what comes to mind? Yelp. Yelp. Yep. Anything else? Yeah. So I think food critics are people that go into restaurants and they maybe are a publisher. Mm-hmm. Maybe they write for like the New York Times. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have a job where essentially they just write about the food, mm-hmm. the experience, the price, just everything that mm-hmm. came out of that restaurant. Mm-hmm. Um, and it influences how many people go into the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And it, so that influences their sales mm-hmm. and it influences their brand. Yeah. So a food critic has a lot of influence in, in my eyes. Yeah. Ratatouille. Yeah. Like, you know. If you've seen that movie. <laughs> a little bit. Um, to me, like when I think about food critic, like my mind just Go through. I think there's a movie called Burnt with uh, with uh, who's the guy again? Oh yeah, wait, it's the the fat guy. No, no, no. And no, he no, opens no. his own food truck. No, 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 no. Like what? What? What's like a sexy white guy? What's his name again? His curly hair, right? Yeah, curly hair, white. He was the a sniper in uh, 
in 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 American Hero. Uh, I'm drawing blank. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Burnt. Let's pull out the Google machine right here. Uh, burnt movie. Yeah, it's called Chef. No, Burnt. Have you seen this one, Chef? Yeah, I saw that one, but I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the Burnt. I think I know what you're talking uh, about. Who's the Who's the lead guy? Uh, I'm drawing blank. I'm drawing blank. Uh, coming, coming, coming. Well, in the meantime. Bradley Cooper. There we go. Bradley oh, Cooper, yeah. Burnt. So I remember in that movie... Or some other movie like when I when people say oh yeah like full credit I like to my mind like it kind of kind of brings up like an image like a white guy with like you know glasses and old guy and eating and then you know the, he may be working for the New York Times or with the Michelin Star Guide or something and then he's always trying mm-hmm. to you know give you know uh, give the pressure to the chef or chef like crap this meal has to be perfect this is this is yeah that. right. And then, have you ever l- l- listened to the podcast by uh, Dave Chang? No, I I listened, I think, to one episode. Okay. Like half an episode, but not fully. Yeah, so in his latest podcast, um, he talks about, like, how much pressure that the Michelin star guy put on the chefs. Yep. You know, like, he just got two Michelin stars, I think, just just barely, like, last really? week. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And then he was, awesome. he was, like, complaining about it. Like, you should listen to his latest episode. He talks about this constantly. He's like, most like most of the chefs, right, like, they don't really want to get Michelin stars. Like, like, it's nice to get recognized. But, like, every single year, he has to worry about, you know, pressure. You know, like, is he going to oh, lose okay. a star? Yeah. Like, how, 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 how it's going to, like maintain the stars and things like that makes sense because that michelin star to a lot of restaurants is like the pinnacle yeah it's like a movie director in the oscars yes because essentially you have to keep maintain that yeah because you spend your whole life and that is your one recognition and you know dave said that you know there's actually chef you know kill themselves because of they have so much pressure maintaining the michelin star and things like that yeah i that's crazy yeah, so so to me, whenever I think about oh food credit, I think about that, you know. Yeah. Um, so this guy, you Bill, think about it in a negative way. No, I think about it in a positive way. That I want to be the guy who who you know travel for mission star guy. That would be cool. Yeah. But the negative is that you put pressure. Yeah, I do not know that they're gonna put so much pressure on the chefs because yeah. when they can give you a star, they can take it away too. Yeah. You know. Um, so this guy. Bill Edison, here's what he does, right? So he has, so he travels the nation to eat. Okay. Okay. And he has Delta Diamond a status. Okay. Yeah, what does uh, that status signify? So that, that, uh, that thing tell me that, let's see. It's pretty high up. I mean, it sounds Yeah, it's probably the highest one up there. Yeah. I didn't know there was different rankings for Michelin stars either. I thought it was just like one star. No, there was actually three. Really? Yeah. That's awesome. So for diamonds... Moochie probably has the lowest. Probably. How about I have negative one or something? So, so, um, so the diamond is the highest uh, program that Delta will offer. That you need to accumulate one hundred and twenty-five thousand MQMs. So one hundred twenty-five thousand. One hundred and twenty-five thousand MQMs. I what think. Is that? So MQM is medallion qualification dollars. 
What? So probably he has to spend around one hundred twenty-five thousand dollars in flight to be able to really? do that. Yes, that's strange. Yes, so he had that, and then he actually sold his house a few years ago. Yeah, because he don't think he need it anymore. He just travel around and just eat food, and he just the food critic. The food critic. Oh wow, He's, that's he, fun. He sold his house like a few like a few years ago. The travels all over. Yes. Yeah. And he sold his car because all he drives is rental. Mm-hmm. He don't need to own his own car. So this guy is pretty much homeless, driving around, flying around the nation to eat food. Yeah. Do you know how much attraction that gives me? <laughs> A lot, because that's that's the lifestyle you want. I want to be homeless. I want to be traveling around, just taste food. and then. <laughs> but he has money. He does, he's not broke. He has money, probably. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we just searched this, you know, before this podcast. Like a person who's a national food credit like him, probably makes around between eighty to a hundred thousand dollars a year, which is good money, right? That's perfect money for traveling around. Yeah, every year. Every that's year. good money. And then, you know, see all your food is is being paid for, all your hotel is being paid for. Yeah, because all works your car for, is being work, paid for. Does he work for Michelin? He works for uh, Eaters Magazine. Oh, okay, big magazine company. Yeah, big magazine company. Um, I heard of him. I used to work for them. Oh, uh, you do? Yeah. Perfect. Moochies. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> stop mentioning, stop bringing up moochies. It makes me mad. Anyway, we just uh, did a podcast uh, l- before this one. So, anyway, um, so what do you think uh, like, about that lifestyle? Like a guy who sold his house and car and the child constantly. That's do you, perfect. Do you want that? Yes. Really? I want that, but in terms of SEO, if I could be a freelancer and that's success, a lot of coders do that. Programmers? How so? Uh, they just need to work remotely. They hire people for like lower prices from other countries. And they're like, I'll pay you this rate if you do this. But they never need to come into the office. Okay. Yeah, that's why uh, my old company, they used to outsource to like uh, Columbia. This guy was a programmer. He okay. didn't even have to be in the company. So. Okay. Perfect. You can just travel the world. You can go eat whatever food you want, Kevin. Come on. That's amazing. You yeah. Know? I would do that. Maybe like having a, a temporary rent a home or condo or something. That'd be nice. Yeah. Before I got... I get to the down downsides. I kind of want to, because I look into sort of what kind of, you know, degrees that, re, that it requires to become a full critic. So you probably want a bachelor degree. You want a degree in English, communication, journalism, and things like that. And uh, you want to have a strong written communication, create creativity, critical thinking skills. And... Uh, on average, you people, need good people skills too. Yeah. So on average, people make thirty-seven thousand dollars a year. Food critic for all reporters. That's so not just bad. On average, that's not a bad life. And then it has decreased nine percent since twenty fourteen. It's decreased. So less people are are becoming a food critic. Um. So, to me, that's doable, but to me, like I don't. Yeah, so, like, I feel like people are just not going to do it for the money, right? Um, I see it for myself as, like, a side hustle thing, but not for, like, a mainly, 
like a main main job, like a full time job. I don't think I can handle the travel, to be honest. No, that makes sense. It's a lot of traveling. You would have a lot of expenses for sure, unless you got picked up by like one of these companies, like you know, Salt Lake Tribune. It could be local. Mm-hmm. But if you got picked up by a huge national like editorial, like eating mm-hmm. what was that magazine? E- the Eaters. Yeah, the Eaters or like or Bon Appetit or, or something. like Moochie's like magazine or something. <laughs> then you can travel a lot. You know what I mean? Yeah. But until then, like. I get why it would be expensive. It's just a side hustle thing. I mean, to me. Um, okay, so before we wrap up, I want to go into the downside of it, right? So the downside of it, yeah. Well, you get fat <laughs> and the diet thing. Um, I mean, David Chang, he's pretty big. Yeah, that's he's true. a big guy. <laughs> <laughs> like, they, I always look at these guys. I'm like, they, they got high taking, cholesterol. Are we taking shots on David Chang? Uh, he's my idol. It's great. Um, anyway, I want to meet him. You want to meet him? Me too. Like well, the night time I go to New New York, I just want to go to his Mumu Fuku restaurant or something. Yeah, let's do it. Noodle bar and then the milk bar and whatnot. Ooh yeah. Road Ooh, trip. Boba. Oh, I'm down. Road trip. I want to go to New York. I want to travel with you because I know you you know where the good food spots are. Yeah. Anyway, um, so yeah, like to me, the uh, the downside is the traveling, right? Like I would love to become a. Full credit for the Mission Star Guide, but it's yeah. just lots of traveling to me. I feel like, yeah. I feel like if you were to get that status of food critic you and get paid that much, you would need to make that your full-time. Yeah. Instead of part-time. Yeah. You know what I mean? Part-time, you can probably do your own, like, Instagram. Yeah. Food, like, editorials. And maybe, like I said before, get picked up by, like, a local magazine. Mm-hmm. Like, Slug Magazine or something small. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think you could definitely do it part-time. Yeah, you know, just so my side hustle. So yeah. on my, on my, uh, on my Instagram, it's gonna be you know Kevin, the podcaster, the poker player, the tea drinker, the book reader, the food critic. Exactly. The whatever. You're gonna be everything all in one, and that can be your own brand. And just the way you maybe you can take a writing class or something and start writing little articles or create a blog. Mm-hmm. You know, blogs are still pretty popular. Even a vlog, video. You know, some people are really successful with that. Yeah. And just grow. Yeah. I mean, right now I just go out and eat, and because I enjoy it, like I haven't really put put too much thought and energy into, you know, really becoming like a full credit. Like I've seen some like local Utah full credit website; they're actually pretty nice and pretty slick. Yep. I don't know how they make money, but they do somehow. Oh, yeah. I'll tell you how they make money. But continue. Yeah, from the links and whatever, from the stuff. Yeah. So it's all influencers. Yeah. So. Influencers get money because sponsors pay them. Restaurants pay them mm-hmm. to come review their restaurants. Mm-hmm. So they get like a lot of eyes on that restaurant. So the restaurant mm-hmm. actually pays you. No, oh, cool. That's how they make money. I do not know that. Yeah. So restaurant pay me to go and eat there. Yep. That's pretty sweet. And sometimes like maybe they're not good food critics because they have to make the restaurant sound good. Mm-hmm. But the best food critics I feel like are the ones that just criticize yeah. either way you know yeah but yeah no that's how they do it that's how they when i worked in social media a similar thing we would pay social media people to advertise our product mm-hmm. similar with restaurants okay yeah that's cool perfect okay that's interesting yeah so at this point the wannabe episode kevin as a food critic i do see it happening i really uh, do you do it i really i really have like this i can see it like you'll be able to do it i think you're gonna do it Really? Even if it's just like a small part-time hustle, even if it's just like a blog, it works. Do you know what Reddit is? Yeah. Use Reddit. Build your community through Reddit, create a blog, uh-huh. and just build up your social media accounts, and that's it. Ooh, Joffrey and I might, might have a second career endeavor here or something. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. 
Cool, cool. Yeah. Definitely pretty cool to think about, huh? Yeah, especially like now with, you know, we have cameras. Mm-hmm. We can record podcasts for people all over the world. We can essentially communicate with people in different places. It's super easy to do. Mm-hmm. You can create your own business mm-hmm. as a food critic by yourself. You don't need funding by a huge food network. Yeah. You know? What What do I r- uh, really want? Like a phone that everybody have and an Instagram account. And exactly. that's it. Yeah. Pretty much. So. It's doable. Yeah. Awesome. If you want it. Awesome. Wow. That How was hungry really- are you? After Moochie's, not so much. <laughs> no, me either. I mean, uh, it was a pretty big sandwich. I mean, come on, street food. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, next time we should probably think about separating the episode theme. Like, we don't want to talk about food. I'm just talking about being a food critic. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Anyway, now you guys know our <laughs> podcasting schedule, so there you go. Um, anything else? Any last-minute question for no, me? No, just um, look into it. Do it small. Do what you can do. And if you want to scale it up, you can. You know how to do it. Yeah. You just I have mean, to invest. As much time that you put into it, as much of it you're going to grow, like similar to the podcast. Yeah, same thing. Right. I was going to bring that up. Is, you know, this podcast, well, we're not, not looking for making money or something like that. It's just, mm-hmm. it just a place for us to you know, have a medium or have, or have a way of like a marketing project or whatever. Exactly. And if so. we were then there's so many different... We could outreach to different organizations or events yeah. or people. We can pay for the ads. And we, then... We can do diff- a lot of different and things. And then this podcast has uh, helped you with some job hunting too. I mean, that's only the plus, right? Oh, no. I've mentioned the podcast in interviews. <laughs> yeah. So... That's why he's hired, baby. That's yeah. why That's why Joe is making some money right now. Anyway. Except for the last job interview, it was terrible. <laughs> can you stop talking about the no, last job interview? They were, they were like... It just came out really awkward. Don't worry about it. I was like, I run a, a podcast. They're like, yeah, what's it called? And I was like, The Rant, Debate, and Repeat Show. Uh-huh. We talk about like a lot of stuff. <laughs> That's what I said. I didn't even that, say what we talked about. That is you not being prepared to the interview. Like, you cannot blame, blame that was <laughs> anybody a terrible, else. That was a terrible interview. That's why I didn't get the job. Oh, I didn't uh, get the job because I already had an internship. Don't worry about it. That's why. All right. I'm going to wrap this uh, episode up before... We talk about Joffrey's last job between that he lost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool, cool. Um, this is Kevin signing off. This is Joffrey signing off. Have a great one, guys. Hey, guys. It's Kevin back here again. And it's Joffrey. And today we're going to share something with you because Anchor just uh, rolled out like a new listener support program. So if you go on our uh, profile page on anchor.com slash rdrshowduo, you can find a Become a Supporter tab. And there's three tiers options right there, 99 cents per month and 4.99 cents per month and 9.99 cents per month. And guys, it's completely up to you. We plan on reinvesting all of your donations into the podcast in terms of social media promotion and things like that. And our plan is just grow the podcast into a bigger, better version of it with your donations. Yeah, it really helps us out. Again, this is totally an option if you guys want to listen to our podcast for free. If you guys think we're more than a pack of gum, even more than a McDonald's sandwich, I think we are. Um, just please, you know, uh, donate to the show, and we'll be able to provide even better content for you guys. Yes, and then if you want to listen for free, that's totally fine too. Uh, favorite or subscribe us on Anchor, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Breaker, Castbox, Overcast. Pocket Cast, Radio Republic, and Spotify, baby. Again, yeah, and if you want to follow us on our main social media account at RDR Show Duo on Instagram and on Twitter. 
On Instagram, we post more content. You can send us messages. You can see behind the scenes content. You can see production uh, photos, and you can see even like restaurants that we, Kevin and I, have visited. So just go on there, show us support, um, and even contact us directly to our Gmail account, rdrshowduo at gmail.com, and we'll be able to collab with you guys or even just answer some fan questions. Yep, and that's it for us tonight. Have a good night, guys. Take care. You know I hate